Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Man, oh man, oh man, Gary, what a show. Young, fiery Matt Goldich in here. Hilarious stand-up is uh, right now on that late night with Seth Meyers. That dude's funny, man. And, oh, we found out that there's a triumvirate of uh, school districts that formed his high school, the Plymouth White Marsh Fighting, uh, whatever the hell they were. I can't remember now. But uh, uh, the, the third school district got the short shrift. They got the short straw. The uh, Ron Conkerman, no, that's Long Island. Conchahawken, there we go, right outside of Philly, the Conchahawken. So it was Plymouth, White Marsh, and Conchahawken uh, school districts. And then when they uh, went to make the high school, it's just Plymouth and White Marsh. The Plymouth White Marsh High School. <laughs> Conchahawken uh, got the got the shaft on that one. But hey, uh, the story about that is unbelievable. <laughs> now find out his tips. His advice corner was uh, spot on and uh, just concise and uh, the, the whole thing and how he got into stand-up and going to Brown and then having to sort through. They had two things. That, but they had a separate improv group and a separate sketch group. And it's uh, kind of fascinating uh, how that could possibly happen. I don't even know. Uh, that's the kind of time they have on their hands in the Ivy League. Uh, but in any event, uh, uh, th- uh, this guy crushed it. Uh, so much fun. And he used to uh, wrote for Ellen, too. Had an interesting uh, uh, difference between daytime and nighttime TV. Uh, uh, and uh, Philly guy. We talked Philly sports almost the entire uh, second half of the thing. And, uh, you know, uh, those people are serious about their sports. They even bet on their sports. They bet a lot on the sports. So from what I hear in the Philly area, they bet. I'm not saying illegally. They bet legally. They use legal. They go to Atlantic City and bet. Or they use betonline.ag. They go right online. That's where you go uh, for all your betting. Uh, and, uh, hey, just because uh, NBA's done with their garbage doesn't mean there ain't no betting. Look around. Uh, uh, women's soccer. Look around. You got Major League Soccer. You got baseball. You got UFC. There's huge fights coming up. I know that, like massive fights. That's an interesting sport. You can knock a guy out, and then you keep hitting him. Very interesting. And I think you can bet on those punches. You can bet in-game at betonline.ag. It's pretty – and get this. uh, If you use the promo code right now, PODCAST1, you get like a 50% welcome bonus. That means you, you drop 100 uh, bucks down, they're going to give you an extra 50 right off the top. So, so go to betonline.ag, use the promo code PODCAST1, you get extra dough. Or if you want, uh, go to B, BETNOW, B-E-T-N-O-W, uh, uh, and you text 238669 and get started with your 50% welcome bonus. So you can do it two different ways. You can just go online and you can text it. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts and our partners in all things gaming here at Podcast One Sportsnet. Time to play with pain. Where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, great young stand-up writer who's helping propel Late Night with Seth Meyers into global broadcast history, Matt Goldich. We're going to talk to Matt in a second. 
first, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car, for all your car buying needs. Pluto TV, the free TV app. And BetOnline.ag, podcast one's trusted partner in all things gaming. We've got Advice Corner, Fiery 4, and Pop Quiz coming up too. Good show. And hey, if you like this podcast, it's time to get fired up. And Brad Jenkins is here to help. Check out the new show, Fired Up with Brad Jenkins, on Podcast One. Join the former ooh, White House staffer as he sits down with some of the biggest names in politics to tackle the most important issues of the day. Download new episodes of Fired Up with Brad Jenkins every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. And as always, before we get to my guest, Matt Gildich, Time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Kim Ono, the new record label from Kim Kardashian and Yoko Ono. South America's pastime baseball all-star game. Winners get validated parking at the World Series. Whoa, that's nice. Losers forced to drink a mini bar at a resort in the Dominican Republic. That's got to sting. AL wins. NL wins. We'll cover that later tonight. Seventh inning stretch. Ice hauled off two Astros in the Marlin. Oh, brother, that's got a sting. Monday, home run derby. Baseball's wet t-shirt contest. The Mets' Pete Alonzo hit 30 dingers to Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s 173 and still won. A ray of hope for the Mets. Nope, wait, that's just a transformer box exploding upstate. Second half of the season, look out for Cleveland. Like the free sample guy for those algae protein bars at Whole Foods, they just keep coming at you. That baseball wrap-up brought to you by Strawberries. Stay in that morning fog with Xanax sprinkled Strawberries. Uh, hang on. <clears throat> Soccer! U.S. women win the World Cup without a single player. Trump would rate over a six. Netherlands is overmatched as Fred Savage on DiCaprio's yacht. Megan Rapino wins the golden boot. Turns out it's only worth 70% of the men's boot. Speaking of, U.S. men lose the gold cup to Mexico, and now avocados will be $17 each. That soccer wrap-up brought to you by Beige, the color with no holiday baggage. NBA, Clippers get Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Said LeBron James, this is not the NBA pitch Netflix. Magic Johnson rushed to Our Lady of Norm Nixon Hospital with chest pains. Golf! Matthew Wolf wins the 3M Open and takes home the coveted solid gold scotch tape dispenser. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1889. The place, London, England. William Renshaw wins the Wimbledon men's final by beating his twin brother, Ernest. Said William... I told you he was adopted. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Incognito. Yet never guess we're plumbers. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, great young comic and writer out of New York, who's one of the key cogs in the juggernaut that is Late Night with Seth Meyers. Matt Goldish. Matt, how are you today? Thank you. I'm great. Great to be here, Chad. Man, you look fantastic. You know, I always guess the athletic body types of my guests. You have the body type because uh, you're trim. Uh, you look like a startup uh, millionaire who turned to professional Baccarat. 
<laughs> you're not you're not far off. No, I, would I don't say, think I, I am. I would say board games are pretty close to the uh, you know. I would say you know. That's the extent I was of the a star stratomatic baseball player growing oh, up. Oh well, that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you, you know. can make money on that now. I think I, they got I'm the whole sure, channels yeah. with the kids playing the video games, and then kids at home watch the kids uh, playing the video games. Yeah, that's uh, that would have been my. Uh, I was not even that good at video games, honestly. I should have been better for how sedentary I was. But, yeah, uh, I can't get. I have zero uh, hand-eye coordination. Yeah, as you saw recently uh, just trying to move paper i know right well you got a lot of you got you got a lot to read here this is uh, i do a lot to, i have a lot on my mind <laughs> ivy league the brown bruins you went there i did yeah the bears yeah the alma, brown yeah, alma yeah. mater of uh of chris berman oh yeah and uh and uh the late not so great joe paterno oh that's right yes that's yeah. correct yeah yeah and uh, of course Seeding all athletic power to crosstown rival Providence, the yes, Friars. Sure, that, that when you're when you're uh, second fiddle to the Providence Friars in the athletic department, <laughs> that's, that's trouble. not a great, uh, yeah, not a great sign. Trouble. Now, what'd you study there? First of all, grew up in Philly. Is that right? I did outside of Philly. Yeah, outside yes. of Philly. So that's uh, yeah, big fan of all those teams. You're a big sure. big Philly fan. Yes, that's Eagles. good. There's several questions I designed specifically okay, for the Philly yes. market, and good. I was hoping not much of a hockey, but Eagles, Sixers. Fly uh, Eagles, Sixers, Phillies for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the Flyers—that's almost uh, UFC, that's right? Yeah, hardly hockey anymore. Yeah, that's uh, I'm, I wouldn't I wouldn't know a thing about it. Didn't watch any hockey at all this year. In fact, you don't but, have yeah. to know that much. You just no. Kinda... I remember obviously the Broad Street Bullies and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people remember them. Yeah, they were brought uh, to you incidentally by Pandemonium. Get rid of your diarrhea in one chaotic blast. <laughs> With pandemonium. Not a, I really thought there was going to be something about pandas in there, and it, nope. it, it caught me off guard. Nope, and that nope. was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, grew up outside of Philly, and then yeah, went to uh, to, to. Where'd you go to high uh, school? It was called uh, Plymouth White Marsh High School. Plymouth White Marsh High School, yeah. little brother. That sounds like not, a rich white suburb. Let's try it. It was me. I would say it was um, mediocre white. We had we had good parts and bad parts. So oh, it, it was is kind of a kind of a mix. White Marsh yeah. had a yeah. cross the tracks. They did. It was called Conshohocken, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that's a <laughs> true story. They couldn't squeeze yeah. that into the yeah. title of the high school. No, they couldn't. It's so it is so funny. There were three. There were three elementary school districts that uh, that made it into the high school, and it was Plymouth Township, White Marsh Township, and Conshohocken. And Conshohocken didn't even get get their name in the uh, wow. The high no, they, they, so that's how you know they were disrespected. Yeah, they just ran out of hyphen um, paint. Yeah. But not a great uh, – we actually – it's funny. We did have a um, an athletic uh, – it was not a great high school, but we had some athletic uh, – we won – when I was in high school, we won the state basketball championship. Our That's best, impressive. Our best player was John, was John Salmons, who later went to the NBA yeah. for several years. Yeah. And uh, we also won a state baseball championship when I was in ninth grade. I remember that. Football, we were good, too, but I don't think we had anyone uh, eventually. Uh, we had anyone that— uh, None of know. that easy in Pennsylvania. No. That's the, a hard state the to win. PIAA is a big—yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you got you got all the crazy uh, drunk people around Philly yeah. and then all the crazy coal mine people around Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and so yeah. the crazies—crazy uh, yeah. for different reasons. Sure. Escaping through sports. Yes, and I was supposed to. I brought. I would broadcast the games. Actually, I was. This, I was a. Uh, I got another professional in yeah, the booth with I, me, Gary. I, yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, through high school, but I. I would do sideline reporting for football, and then for basketball, I was play by play. And I remember I did in the state semifinals. Salmon hit a buzzer beater to send us to the finals, and I actually. I had to miss the finals. Uh, both my partner and I had to miss the finals. He was on a college visit, and I. 
had my I had uh, had my first night of work at uh, at the supermarket, and so I didn't. And I, I, yeah, I was gotta... like, I'm, you know, and when you're in 17, you don't know that like this job does not matter. And I was like, I can't skip my first not my first shift to go. So I I went and I I missed Ouch. the game, which is a bummer. Yeah, but blew the yeah. sectional finals to bag melon. Yeah, it turned one. out also to be mostly wrangling shopping carts in the parking lot, which was very disappointing. I was hired as a bagger. And, and then, you should uh, be a bagger. I know, right? Yeah. What went so on there? How did like, they misread that resume? It, it's like finding out your, you know, you they bring you in for your zone prowess, and then you get, you, they got to play man to man. They're going to play that yeah. box in yeah, one. No, that's not. Yeah. And then so, you're running around all over the court. That's BS. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was not fun. Not pleasant being out there in the uh, in the parking lot wrangling carts in now. in black jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Salmon's from the corner. Boom. Ragamantox, out of luck. What was the other one that got out of the, uh, that couldn't make the, what was the third city? Kajahakin. Kajahakin. Yeah. yeah. It was Ragamuffin, I, I think re- I called I, him. I remember watching a Phillies uh, playoff game or something in like 93, and I think it was, it may have been uh, Sean McDonough or somebody who was like, who, somebody hit a long home run. It was like that one's going all the way to Conshohocken. And they said that on wow. the, on the broadcast. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> so yeah. redeemed for a mini yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. the Conshohocken uh, Warriors. Yeah, I would guess was their great school. I should know. I should know. The uh, I'm going I didn't go there. White yeah. Marsh Privateers. Yeah. yeah, White Marsh was and the. the uh, Plymouth... I don't know. The high school was the Colonials. I know. Oh, over the yeah, Colon- sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so. The Plymouth, uh, so the Plymouth White Plymouth Marsh, White Marsh, was, Marsh the Colonials. was the Colonials. Yes, yeah. And so you you called. And now were you play by play or color? I was color. I was uh, my friend, my friend Scott was play was play by play. I was color, and then for football, I was sidelines. I would do sidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, what kind of scoops did you get on the? Uh, Not a lot. Not a lot. And the Colonials didn't have a lot of. No, there wasn't. Of, there wasn't an injury. There wasn't a lot of people tra- were running out of a lot of transparency from the uh, you know not a lot of respect. A lot of interviews with the cheerleaders and things like I'm that. I'm guessing yeah. you had a lot of get out of here, kid. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That career advice brought to you by Pinocchio's, Nevada's only all puppet brothel. Greatest athletic moment entire career could be from when you were five years old. Could be yesterday. Wow, that's a good question. I mean, the uh, yeah, mostly in the broadcasting realm. I uh, I was mm. not good at anything. I played, you know, two years. Oh well, I'll tell you the other. So I I remember that. Uh, here's my greatest athletic moment because I think it set me on the correct path, which is ninth grade. I got the idea I'm going to try out for the freshman basketball team, and uh, it was because my thinking was we had really good basketball players at my school and I thought maybe a lot of the freshmen will get to play on the varsity and JV team and maybe they'll just need people to fill slots sure. on the freshman team. So I went a to a lot of knee injuries. So I went to two days of uh tryouts and on the end of the second day the I remember the coach he pulled me aside and he said, you know, Matt, we're gonna need somebody to travel with the team and keep the statistics and I said I'll take it. I was like I sure. did, yeah, I was just like I'm in. So <laughs> and that was how I became the manager of the freshman basketball team which sort of I think, you know, for uh, you know, was the right path for me. Paperwork. Yeah, exactly. I smell the exactly. Ivy League yeah, in this I can keep future. a score I can keep a scorecard for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive though. So then you go to Brown and you decide at Brown, uh-oh, the scholastic stuff may not be adding up. But comedy. Yeah. There's a little gap there between the tackle and the guard. I'm going to take or I'm going to run to daylight yeah, sure. right through there. Well, it was yeah, I mean it was uh 
it was an easy. It, it was great because you could start any curric- extracurricular club you wanted. It was you just had to really? sign a paper and hand it in. So after I got rejected from the sketch group and the improv group, I started a stand up group, and we we would put on stand up shows on campus. And that's how Damn. I got my start. Hey, God, I, I haven't been doing this. Uh, I've uh, talked to a lot of comics. There was a separate improv group and then a separate sketch group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and they both neither one wanted me. So. The Ivy League known for delineation. Yes, I couldn't, exactly. They, they couldn't yeah, yeah, combine yeah. that and save no. a little dough. No, I, I mean, I think that uh, you know there was a if there's a desire for it, you know there was uh, it, it was it was That's brown. Bizarre. It was it was let your let your freak flag fly, fly. Do whatever you want. It was real. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. But what is the now the sketch group? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you're. I think you dodged a bullet. Two bullets there. I, I quite think. Frankly. I mean, I'm. I. I. You know, there were some good people in both. I. You know, I went to school with uh, with uh, John Krasinski, who was who was yeah, in, uh, yeah, one yeah. the other. But and you so, dodged you know, a ricochet bullet yeah. there. If, I did if because they I'm can't not figure out well, how to get I, together. Well, on and I also took improv and uh, a little bit of uh, improv, but I was never good at uh, seeding the spotlight. I was never good at. Um, uh, you know, setting people up. I was more of a, right. you know, I I was always trying to get jokes in, and I, you know, that was which listening is, you know, was a bit of a team speed players. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, there you so go. Now the improv group would just go off the top of their head, sure. But the sketch group would write everything down. I yeah. mean, how did they? Uh, did they get to a point where in the sketch group where they went, you're ad libbing too much. You have to go yeah. to the improv group. There might have been some crossover. I'm not 100 percent sure. But either way, neither of them said they said they said you've got no. you're, you're you're hogging the spotlight yeah, too much. Exactly. So I decided to go just lean into that. So uh, yeah, this is a sure. theme here where it's like I find something I'm good at and I just sort of you know <laughs> something no go whole something hog. you're good at finds you there and then you you're know. wise enough to recognize. Yes. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is also the case with your wife, who I believe heckled you at a show, and that's how you met her. That was a that's a little bit of a uh, an apocryphal story, but she she did. I I spoke to her. From the that is the uh, first stage. time anyone's used the and, uh, word apocryphal. Oh, okay. I'm, I That's probably impressive. I probably used it wrong. If that helps. No, I think. You- yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I uh, yeah, that was right. Use yeah. the the uh, correct use of the word apocryphal. Brought to you by unpotable water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. Back to Matt Goldich. Yeah. This is a crazy story about how he met his wife. Good. So I'm. Uh, she's at her first ever comedy show in the audience, and. Uh, I sort of presented this uh, premise of, um, you know, sometimes you'll talk to people in the audience and I was like, you know, you know how sometimes uh, you'll hook up with a guy and then he won't call you afterwards. And so it's sort of like a rhetorical question. Sure. And she answered it, which was to say that, you know, I, I sort of aimed it at her and she said, that's never happened to me. And so uh, it out and, yeah, and so I ended up talking to her afterwards and we, you know, one thing led to another. She came to another show and we, you know, uh, we went on a date and that's uh you know, 15 years ago at this point, I guess. 13, 13. 13. Yeah, that's probably a number you should nail down a little more specifically. Well, I, I, I was trying to remember, is it 13? Uh, I, I know how many years we've been married. Put it that way, it's 10. But we dated for three before that, <laughs> oh, so there okay. you go. There's that, yeah, there's that mystery zone before the actual marriage. Well, once the, the marriage anniversary comes into play, the dating anniversary, I think, becomes less prominent. I think less, it should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how many uh, numbers do they expect a guy to remember? No, I mean, you know, Ricky as opposed Ricardo, to, you know, uh, used to have a box of candy in his closet uh, with uh, five different uh, uh, cards that he would because he always felt he was yeah. forgetting Lucy's whatever. Yeah, 
holiday, anniversary, birthday, and right. he would have a different card. I don't think that's a bad system. And it was easy to hide because they had separate rooms. So that was <laughs> yeah, that's, well. Yeah. I don't know that separate rooms. Okay, just <laughs> beds. Yeah, just separate right, beds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a big deal. Uh, and that, then uh, uh, the separate beds, and then like a moat sure. and fire and stuff in yeah. between, so you could never get to your right. mate. Yeah, but I but I imagine it was uh, hard for her to. Uh, to eat all that candy at once. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's yeah, right. She did she have probably, the, she did you know, have the she seemed to have a habit. Real yeah, real <laughs> eating a lots. real race. Yeah, lead. to put all that away. Right. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't actually the assembly line. That's just how she ate all candy. Yeah. yeah that's just that was just her method. <laughs> I was unaware no of wrong that. No wrong way. No wrong way. Okay. Uh, uh so now you uh, you're married. And then the kids. How many kids? Just the one. Just, just the, the one. one. How old? He's four. Four? So, yeah. Ooh, that's a ripe age. Yeah, four. That's uh, when he's they're fun. starting to feel the body. Yeah, he's is good. he doing? Uh, is he getting rambunctious? He loves to. Uh, it's so funny. I I uh, I'm always trying to get him to have a catch with me, and uh, he just he wants to play uh, trains and uh, trucks, digging, all that stuff. He's very into that. Uh, Do you have a yard? In uh, New we York? have a park right across the street. So, oh, we go so he there go a lot, dig a over there, digging. and then the, yeah. it's the city's problem. Yeah, exactly. filling the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime he can get to a beach and dig in the sand, he's into it. That's uh, impressive. Yeah. So, but I have to have the the, the little girl who lives next door uh, have a catch with me because my son doesn't want to. So it's uh, you know he'd rather dig. <laughs> so you're out there with the future Megan Rapino. Yeah. Well, she's using her hands, so it's not quite nothing but, wrong yeah, there. Yeah. 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 That that would be a, uh, quite frankly yeah. an upgrade in soccer. Yeah. That rule so. change brought yeah. to you by Scornflakes. Openly mock nutrition with triple fat Scornflakes. Yeah, I think they should use their hands in soccer. Yeah, I think it'd pick up the game. Although I'll tell you this, I think the women are bringing around a whole new audience. I think so too. I mean, the uh, it, it, I watched it on my flight here. It was pretty, it was pretty, you know, pretty exciting game. Yeah, it's you know. exciting. Yeah, and that second goal. I mean, the first goal, obviously, Rapino is is the, is the sort of face of the team. Yeah, you know, she scored on a penalty kick, which is like whatever. The second goal was very impressive. That was a yeah. tough, tough shot. That was a crazy yeah. shot. Yeah. And she did it like falling down, and then she pirouetted, and yeah. just saw it go in the goal before she pirouetted. And not an intentional pirouette incident. Sure. And then uh, I don't want to get caught in a hashtag movement. I'm no, just yeah. trying to call the play. Right. Play. No, I understand. You're okay. doing your best. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the best I yeah. can here. <laughs> but then, yeah, that's a heck of a goal. Although on the penalty kicks, there's another. Uh, we got to come up with something here, Matt. Uh, maybe a paddle. Something to Some, help the goalie. Yeah, make them a little, an little, oar. Hard, little harder. Yeah, like an oar. Sure. Yeah, Something I think that so. could kind of cover one side, so if you're leaning yeah. the other way. Or further away, right? Couldn't, oh. they, put, couldn't they put them further yeah, away? Yeah, that's why you went to the Ivy League. Yeah, there you go. Right yeah. there, you worked out the math. Should have been in the improv group. They would have <laughs> appreciated that. Yeah, that I, was right I, off the I, top, I came of your head, the, the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> a, a stat joke. Yeah. Who the hell can pull that out of their ass? That was impressive. Now, you wrote for Ellen. Daytime. I did. Yeah. You were out here for that? I was. I worked. I lived out here for three years, wrote for that for a little bit. Yeah. Difference between daytime and nighttime for you, right? Uh, nighttime for sure is more topical, more more pegged to the news and what's going on in the world. So that's uh, that that I would say that's more my strength. I like following the news. I like following what's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah the, the daytime you got to get a lot of information in the setup of the joke. It appears. Yeah, yeah. 
There's a lot more, uh, hey, folks, have you seen this? Yeah. I saw this in such and such magazine yeah. discussing some kind of weight loss thing yeah. that if you're interested in, you can go to blankblank.com right. and then the punchline. Right. And frankly – That's a lot of yeah. setup. And frankly, I uh, I watched a lot more late night growing up. So, you know, I mean, yeah. I was, I'm not a – I you know, I was never really home during the day. Late at night was when I was – Watching a lot Most of TV, kids aren't. so no, yeah, <laughs> a lot of not a lot of not a lot, yeah, yeah. Who can uh, answer a lot of Mike Douglas trivia? If, if you, yeah, no, if you're, <laughs> if you were, if you're, uh, yeah, if you if you watched a lot of Ellen growing up, you know, or a lot of daytime TV, something yeah. was wrong. There was, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Jenny Jones. Yeah, yeah, you were probably a ne'er do well. No, yeah, kicked out of school. Yeah, kicked or, out of Rappaconic. Yeah, that's, what was it? Conchahokan. Conchahokan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did now the Native American name was the one that got got the short straw? Yeah, that's that another problem. Un- unfair another, to me. Another issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, There's a lot of uh, it was problematic. Put it that way. I, I don't think it would fly in 2019. No, it, it wouldn't. Yeah. I think the white marsh parrots uh, had yeah, it in for them. I think so. Probably. <laughs> they, there's white right in the name. Yeah, there's trouble all there's, over that. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, <laughs> a lot of my big minefield. That analysis brought to you by Mona Lisa. Get an enigmatic passport picture everyone will talk about at Mona Visa. All right, listen, man, I got a bonafide big-time late-night comedy writer with me. Time for Advice Corner. Okay. Actual takeaway from the great Matt Goldich. Now, I'm just going to ask you questions. Yeah. And then you just uh, get, you never know. There's kids out. You know, the kids out there still listen. Sure. And uh, sometimes they get some advice. Yeah. That could help them, could point them into the uh, – uh, uh, statistics page for their local basketball team. Right, you never know. They, if you know, twenty years later, you could be here. Boom! This is, you know. Exactly. That's how long it took me. All right. Question number one. Do we have a? There we go. That's it. I thought we had a sound effect. I thought I remembered something vaguely. Yeah. From my last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Quick travel tip. I know you travel because you do stand-up. You've been back and forth. You're, the coast. You're bi-coastal. What's your, what's your best travel tip for, for people out there doing a lot of road work? My best travel tip? Yeah. That's a good question. I am weird, but if I do like – and this is something I got from my wife. I like to unpack in the hotel room. Some people do not unpack. Right. They just live out of the suitcase, and I find things get very disorganized. It's worth it. Take the five minutes. Use the Just drawers. A, use the drawers. Yeah, why not? Nobody else does. They're no. probably the most sanitary thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I this it's something I never uh, did before I met my wife, but now I do it, and I, I'm wow. grateful for it. Yeah. So it's her travel tip. It's her travel tip, but it's rubbed off on me. Yeah, for I like sure. it. Yeah. I like it. We got a, we got a ricochet travel tip yeah. there. We got an assist. What's your wife's name? Robin. Robin with the goal assistant, yes. Matt Gildich. Yeah. Question number two. Number of times you should pitch a joke... In a, in a pitch meeting before you move on. Zero. <laughs> Just don't pitch him. Yeah. One, one Just stay at, quiet in the corner. One at That's most. the guy who winds up being the EP. One at most. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, best what? writer's room snack. Oh man! So uh, I'm I'm old. I'm pushing forty, and I need to be healthy. I'm I'm all about like you know nuts. And uh, you know maybe a nice coffee black, but the the young people can put it away. Like the wow. guy, ne- well, the guy next to me is a writer named Ian Morgan, and I I created a Instagram handle for him called What's Ian Eating, just with the weird things that he will eat. He'll get lunch at like eleven fifteen, 
and he'll 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 get like a uh, like a peanut butter and jelly and dip it into broccoli cheese soup. No, weird, brother. Yeah, gross things like that. Oh. Um, but I'm amazed at seeing you know five minute major for that. Yeah, exactly. That's a as the day as there. as the day goes on, you see people get progressively less healthy. Like like you you, you, <laughs> you can actually physically. Yeah, you can actually you see, see like you can see people <laughs> grabbing apples and bananas from the from the uh, kitchen at like you know. Earlier in the day, and then right. later it's all you know, just you know, Reese's and cheese curls and yeah, like and that they're, they're like just using no, the, yeah. the the apple as an ashtray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggestion for breaking out of a writing slump. Everybody kind of gets in a slump. Not writer's block necessarily. Just the jokes seem to be repeating themselves or something. How do you yeah. how do you try to go? I got I got to snap out of this. Uh, maybe switch to something different. Like if you have multiple assignments, let's say you have, uh, I tried to do productive procrastination where if I'm, if I'm having trouble writing the monologue jokes, I decide to maybe work on a sketch or something Uh like that. Uh, at home, if I'm working at home on something not for work, if I'm trying to write a script or trying to do something, I will, uh, that's code for lunchtime. Yeah. I will clean. I'll do that. Oh. I, you know, I'll take I'll try to be like, you know, if you know, hey, I didn't get any writing done today, but at least I didn't sit on the couch watching TV. I right. you know, I I cooked a, Look at that credenza. I cooked, it's I cooked, spotless. I cooked chili for everybody or <laughs> something out. like that, you know? Something like that. Yeah. So you're saying it's a productive thing. Yeah. Yeah, just just take just, a tangent. Yeah. And then it kind of could get your mind off yeah. and then boom when you pop back. Yeah. And showers. Showers are good. Showers are good. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good tip. Uh, tip for shifting gears from performing to writing and then back to performing. What, do, you, do you have to change your mindset at all? Uh, I, I I like both. I mean, for me, they're two totally different things. So for me, I, uh, you know, which is not to say, I mean, sometimes I will, like, use rejected jokes or things that don't make it on the show in my stand-up. But uh, – for me, why not? Yeah, yeah. For uh, it's, if you don't, yeah. it's just going to wind up uh, out on one of those plastic islands in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, Use exactly. Joke. Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky in that I write for a show right now where I think the host's voice is pretty similar to what I like. It, it's yeah. it's pretty. It's not a it's not a stretch for me to write for that voice because I it's the it's how it's the kind of material and the kind of you know. Uh, uh, point of view that i really enjoy seth so, myers from a family of 19 a world of courage yes is that right family of I, 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 well i'll check with my staff yeah, man okay, but i think good. it's around Some, somewhere somewhere jimmy will dig yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh but you know um it, i can see how it's it's uh you know for some people it's really an outlet to performing is really an outlet to do all the stuff you can't do on the show and it, and it is for me too but it's but it's the, the difference is not not crazy right right yeah yeah it's a closer uh they're, they're kissing cousins yes exactly yeah very much so and that show he does not shy away from a joke no he like jab 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 pow well he's a writer that's he's got a nice you know, rhythm yeah, yeah 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 it's a great show to write for, for yeah sure. he doesn't mess around even his sketches uh they could probably learn something at the brown sketch troupe probably uh from from seth Meyers. i mean hire me that would be the first that would have been yes the first step lesson. number one yeah, that you would want yeah, yeah. and then he, he likes uh he likes uh, hard jokes in his sketches yeah he's not one of these guys who wanders into uh into esoteric land just because it's called a sketch yeah he still pounds some hard jokes yeah it's a heck of a staff you guys got over it's there. real fun it's great yeah and yeah. we have a young writer named i i pitched a bit uh we have a young writer named karen 
who just started. She's 24, and I pitched a bit. Of so young, where, doesn't even have a last name. Yes, right. just yeah, like right uh, out, right exactly. out. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So we show her, we show her uh, pictures of things from the 90s, and she has to <laughs> see if she can identify what they are. And she has no, she never, she doesn't know. She did. I know what a fax machine was. She wow. was able to identify that, but Millie Vanilli, she had no idea. No. And uh, and then she'll show Seth pictures of things from her childhood, and he has no idea what they are either because that's from, impressive. Like, four years ago. Yeah. See, and then bam, bam, jokes, yeah. jokes. Well, listen, that advice corner brought to you by U Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Now, oh brother, this is exciting. That was My a real goodness. one. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay, these I was waiting for the punch. No, these are all real. Yeah, now fifteen dollars if I get it right. If okay. I blow it, at seven fifty. Got it. Now it's time for the fiery four. Oh man, the fiery four. There you go. <laughs> Matt Goldish from the uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers, my guest here. These are sports takes, Matt. Ripped from today's headlines if people still read newspapers that could be ripped. Fire number one. Can the Phillies challenge in the second half or in 80 years? Well, we look back and say the curse started when we got Bryce Harper. It's looking dicey right now. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, you know, and the the problem I think is a strong division, which is the Braves are very good. The Nat the Nationals are going to probably play better, and uh, I'm already kind of looking ahead to uh, to Eagles season. I I have to be honest. I, I <laughs> no, you know, that's a good Philly fan right yeah. there. I mean, it, it's weird because they definitely overpaid for Harper, and they definitely gave him too many years. But as a fan, you're just like, who cares? You'd rather have him than not have him. Yeah, right? true. Especially yeah. against a division rival. Yeah, exactly. They hated Nats. They hated, they hated yeah, the, <laughs> that, that it, goes back, really it goes back centuries, that rivalry. Yeah, That's yeah. seven years in the making. Back to the days of Max Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. I'm still pitching. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. I finally saw that when he uh, was trying to bunt and he hit himself in the face. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Fire number two. True or False. Nick Foles could open an Islamic bookstore in Philly and still not get booed. I mean, the guy's a hero. He's, Amazing. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a weird, it's an unprecedented thing unprecedented in, uh, in, in sports Philly. for him to, uh, to come. I mean, like, I guess, you know, there was Jeff Hostetler who came off the bench and sort of won the Super Bowl for the Giants. But the fact that Foles really did it twice, you know, yeah. and, and sort of Crazy. is improbable and uh, – he has a very unique place in sports history, and he'll always uh, the yeah. only one I think in the history yeah. of sports in a market like that. I mean, Green Bay, they they love you, they yeah. love you forever, even yeah. if you screw up. Even like Brett Favre went to the hated Vikings. Sure, they still love Brett. Favre. Yeah, and that happens most times. Yeah, Philly. Never, never happens. No, I mean we love our guys, especially if the ones who won championships. I mean the two thousand eight Phillies or sort of, but that yeah, Foles will he'll be. Uh, He'll he'll be beloved for a long time, uh, even even playing on the hated Jags. <laughs> the hated, oh yeah. brother! I mean, make no mistake. Yes, these two squads do not no, like they, each other. There is no love lost. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm yeah. bringing out that color man roots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fire number three. Did women's soccer find the key to making soccer popular in America, which is play well and win? I think isn't women's soccer already incredibly popular in America? I, I don't know. Well, it probably it's more certainly the most popular yeah. sport among youth, right? Like soccer, especially here, right? There's tons of girls that play and boys. Women's soccer is certainly the most popular soccer. Yes, I think in so. America. Yeah. Well, now they just got to pay them. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah. They really got a pony up That's uh Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it, it's almost comical at this point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm you know, I, I like the World Cup, and I uh, I get into it every, you know, whether it's the men's or women's, and I, I would love to see the men make a run at some point. But, yeah. Well, now uh, your kid. Uh, Soccer, I, I, maybe? That's a, that's a game I would like to get, get him into. I mean, to be honest, I'm a baseball fan, but I can't see making him play baseball. It's, it must be so boring. For a kid, I remember so? being bored. Yeah, yeah, I don't just know. Bored. I and it's not good exercise. Wow, it's try not, right field. It's not. Whew. I know. Well, I did. I. It's not great exercise <laughs> either, right? Like it, you don't really run around playing baseball that much. No, no, no. Soccer is really where it's at. Yeah, soccer. Soccer would be good. Soccer but, or uh, basketball, I think. Uh, soccer uh, has uh, no uh, very few concussions. Well, yeah, some the headers uh, maybe. But, a lot yeah. of self-induced concussions yeah, when sure. the, uh, on the Italian squad when yeah. they flop. Yeah, there you go. A lot yeah. of flopping and yeah. hitting rocks and things on the field. Fire number four, finally. Last one. Is Bill Belichick currently the funniest guy in sports? Oh, my God. How Left, funny right, is he? Right, yeah. I did make did upset me that he got rid of the sleeve. He doesn't do the cutoff sleeves anymore. No, right? what happened yeah. there? Yeah. He did that just between that and the deadpan and the uh, – yeah. In the in the post game presser, to me, the funniest guy in sports is Go. is Popovich. You like po- yeah? He's got the he's got that dry. Yeah, he's sort of he's curmudgeonly like Belichick, but he knows it. But he's aware of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So to me, that is uh, that's where it's at. I think Belichick's aware of it. Yeah, I, I think he's going total deadpan. You really think so? Yeah, it's I like think a, he's Buster. It's like Keaton a thirty year thing. bit. That yeah. He's doing? yeah. Yes, right. I do. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think he's invested. Could be. Yeah. It's a 30-year joke on the Jets. That fiery four brought to you by Medieval Knievel, the jousting daredevil. Now I understand you may have a pop quiz for me. Yeah. This of is where uh, my guests ask me a pop quiz. I tend to uh, not do well on these, but uh, but 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 I've been on a run lately. I'm one one and one the last three weeks. I'm okay. One one. I lost one, and I tied one because uh, sometimes we'll split an answer right down the middle. Yeah. And we actually have a theme song for this. Listen okay, this. let's do it. Boom, pop, 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 quiz. Wow. That was I. That was <laughs> Lady Gaga, right? Honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was Lady Gaga. Okay. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bradley Cooper got her some extra sure, sure. studio time, and she knocked that out for us. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I have three questions for you. That's what I'm supposed to do here. Yes. Okay, here we go. Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's see if you know, who did Donovan McNabb replace as starting quarterback of the Eagles? Uh, Let's see. Donovan McNabb replaced uh, Ron Jaworski. No. Uh, That was a year ago. It was was current uh, Eagles head coach Doug Peterson. Holy smokes. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Oh, and one, but worth it. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. All right, we were talking about my alma mater, Brown, Brown University. Brown Bears. Let's see if you know what current presidential candidate went there. Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot the wad on Kristen uh, Gil- uh, Gillibrand. No, took no. The, took the shot. She seemed intellectual. It was the favorite in the clubhouse, Andrew Yang. Oh, brother, yes. Andrew Yang. Yeah, he went to Brown. Yeah, there you go. Wow. The guy who I think we can all agree. When they were passing out guts, this yeah. Yang guy got back in line for second helpings. Yes, there you go. Oh, boy, you're already 0 for 2 in this <laughs> 0 one. 0 for this, 2. This Let's one, see if I can save my dignity. This one's really hard. Rubber match. It leads into a it leads into a, sort An of essay. a, a cause celeb a cause celeb of mine. Okay. All right. All right. We just had the uh, the July 4th holiday. That's correct. Uh, that, all right, yes. Yes. True. Okay. Is that a win? No. Is that the Let's question? see if you know Damn what it. 
July 4th, 1776. Yes. What day of the week was it? Oh, man. Wednesday. No. It was a Thursday, and here's why that's important. How close was that? I, you were close. You were one off. Wild-ass guess. That's I, a one out of seven. I have been pushing for this on Twitter recently. I think that Independence Day... So this was less of a question, yes. more of a shoehorn. Well, I want here. to see... It. Yeah, I'm shoehorning my, yeah, my cause. I think Independence Day should always be the first Brother. Thursday of July, and I think you should get a four-day weekend every year. Wow. Because wasn't it great to have a four-day weekend this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. And last year... It was a Wednesday, and it's like, what do you do with July 4th on a Wednesday? You can't take the whole week off for one day, so you end up with, like, these two, you know, yeah, you can't go anywhere. I, I think uh, I think which, the Independence Day, and if Trump did this, I think he would gain some popularity. I think, if he, yeah, give everyone possible a, re-election. Give everyone, well, let's, so maybe he shouldn't, but give, yeah. everyone, a, give everyone a four-day weekend, uh, you know, in the, now, uh, in the middle of the summer. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not normally the kind of guy. Who would go after someone's cause celeb? Yeah, because uh, I respect the cause celeb. Yeah, I think it's a national institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, don't you think most people just 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 take a giant week off anyway? Maybe the Fourth of July that might be a slight tear, if not a hole, in the fabric of your cause celeb. Well, here's the if problem. It is indeed, a fabric. What if it's Saturday or Sunday? Then you get no time. What if it's Friday or Monday? Then you only get a three-day weekend. If it's always Thursday, you always get a four. Again, with the stats? Yeah. Boy, that coach, that uh, that uh, White Marsh guy. They, yeah. The they, Plymouth they White Marsh right Weehawken guy. Yeah. He got your head. <laughs> <laughs> he got your head, man. Yeah, and then and, and, uh, so you're you're obsessed by this. I think I think you know I'm going to start I'm going to start a movement, and uh, we need sixty five thousand donors by next July fourth. So if anyone, donors. yeah, we need people to. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you give. Yeah. So save Thursday Independence Day. Sure. Yeah, that's my that's Which, my cause. Yeah. I will come up with a, a snazzier name for that. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, but uh, all right. Well, listen, you can come back here and try to get the try to get the. Uh, GoFundMe page. Started. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. My guest today, the hilarious Matt Goldich. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Goldich. That's correct, right? That's correct. Yeah. And uh, get his album, the Matt Goldich Guarantee. This yeah. thing's there. super funny. It's streaming like virtually everywhere. Yeah. Watch Late Night with Seth Meyers. For God's sake, he's yeah. writing half the show. You're up. Just turn on the TV and do it. Matt, thank you so much for coming. Thanks. Can I plug one more thing? Absolutely. If you're in North Jersey, I'm headlining Bananas Comedy Club, July, I think it's 26th and 27th, near the Meadowlands. Wow. So there you go. Near the Meadowlands, Bananas Comedy Club. Come by. In uh, North Jersey, July 26th and 27th. Be there. Uh, It's worth it to see him in person. If you haven't seen him, uh, uh, go see him. Yeah. Hilarious. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Visit jeffcesario.com for upcoming dates and fun stuff. At Cesario, kid's taping his own album uh, up at Acme in oh, Minneapolis. There, there you September go. September Maybe I'll make it up there and call some fishing or something. <laughs> Thanks to all you guys for listening. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Support my sponsors, True Car and BetOnline.ag. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Tehran for the 37th annual glaring contest. Iran favored again, but the U.S. combo of Megan Rapino and Bobby Knight coming mm. on strong. Mm. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.